Hello, mortals. We are your Valkyries. Miss Darby. And Miss Charlie. And we are two lovely ladies with full-time bows. Just like you, you nasty girl. We will be discussing our experiences and opinions on sex work, art, and the erotic taboo counterculture we just can't stop talking about. We are currently recording and transmitting this episode from our opulent spaceship of fiendish fun. Welcome to the Babes of Valhalla. Content may not be suitable if you are underage, closed-minded, or immature. We discuss topics that are graphic and sexual in nature. So balancing your relationship with any kind of sex work can be a tricky thing. Both Charlie and I are in full-time monogamous relationships. And originally, we were both going to interview our partners about what it's been like dating ladies from the club. Our experiences have both been very different. I started dating my partner around seven years ago, and uh, he was there when I decided to start working in the club, and so he's been there through the whole process, and a lot of our relationship has been figuring out how to balance out both our relationship and sex work. My experience has been different. I've had several boyfriends since when I started. Uh participating in sex work and my current relationship we met um in the club and have been dating but I think that our communication recently has been struggling in regards to this particular topic so it just kind of didn't work with this episode because I just don't think that we're talking well between the two of us so I think putting it into the internet was maybe not (laughs) the best idea right now so we decided yeah it's okay it's totally fine I know COVID is a challenge and finding new hustles is I think messing up a lot of different situations. So, but we, in the end, decided to only include Charlie's interview. So, this uh, episode, we're going to talk about relationships, our thoughts and opinions on relationships, and then also uh, interview my partner about what it's like to be in a relationship with me as I figured out what I wanted. Uh, in the sexier side of my life. So yeah, I think before we jump into our interviews, I just kind of wanted to talk with you for a little bit on our own thoughts and opinions on relationships and sex work. And, and one of the things that I kind of think about a lot is this idea of monogamy Which is a very interesting idea, especially when you think about how most people view monogamy and how, in a lot of ways, any kind of sex work is in opposition to that. And the idea is, can you ever be fully monogamous when you're in an industry where sensuality and sexuality are the focus of the trade? So I think that definitely like when we both started, we were in a similar mindset in regards to relationships where 
monogamy was defined as, you know, being with just one person and just only that person. Mm-hmm. And there was kind of no room for, like, this – there was no room for this other sort of gray area. It was like, if I'm with this person, this is – this is it. And – I'm not flirting with anybody yeah, else. Or... Yeah, I'm not – looking at anybody else I'm not you know Mm -hmm. none of that stuff at least for me when I started dancing um I don't know I started realizing that I wanted to be monogamous in that I wanted to only have sex with one person and Mm -hmm. I wanted to have someone that I depended on upon that I, I could build a life with but I also wanted to have the freedom And the trust to be able to be flirtatious with somebody else at a bar to, like, Mm -hmm. to maybe, I don't know, I I, I don't don't know, like, recognize that somebody else is attractive, have them recognize that you're attractive, whether or not you act on that, it's kind of a different question. But I don't know, I wanted more freedom in regards to that, where I didn't feel guilty, because, you know, I'd be giving a lap dance to someone that, whether I found them attractive or not. Um, you know, you could have a connection, a sexual connection with somebody that kind of surprises you and that, not that I'm, you know, getting off on it necessarily, but it's like, oh, that was really fun. And, and I, and I, and I really did enjoy that interaction and it wasn't just, okay, I'm going to get through this laugh dance so I can get this 20 bucks. It's like, no, I genuinely enjoyed and still enjoy giving laugh dances, having that type of um, you know, in interaction with somebody. And then I think then when we were dancing and we were kind of also coming into like our sexuality and understanding and recognizing maybe the power in that, that we had in, in a way before where we felt very in control and we felt like we felt like we owned more of it than at least I know that than I had felt previously. Then I think when I went out, you know, when we would go to bars or whatever, I was playing on that a little bit where it was oh this is fun Mm -hmm. like we can hang out be flirtatious do this thing and then we can go home to our significant others and that was kind of a fun you know kind of thrilling little thing to do and then I think in dancing we met a lot of different people and I don't want to speak for you but I I definitely feel like we had so many conversations of you know other dancers that we knew or couples that we would meet or people that we would meet in the club where we would have conversations and and be thinking, wow, that's a very different relationship dynamic, and they seem very happy. Or these, there are these open lines of communication. Like I had never thought that someone could come home and say, oh, honey, you know, I went to the the strip club last night and I met this, you know, gorgeous woman, and you know, we spent two hours in the VIP together and it was really great and it was so sexy and she was so sexy and like just kind of talk about their night in this like honest way or even talk about being attracted to other people or being interested in sex with other people and instead of having their partner react and oh my gosh you're cheating on me this and this and this it was more of well that's a natural feeling or a natural um, you know, you're with someone for so long, da, 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 da. It's like, of course you're going to, you're a human, you're going to find other people attractive. And it didn't feel as much of like, as, as much of a cop out as I think I had previously thought it was as much of an exploration into mm-hmm. sexuality and actually understanding what it meant to be in an honest relationship. Because 
it's not honest if you pretend that you're just never attracted to another person and that you never think about it and that it's never mm-hmm. interesting or you don't miss like those first date, first, you know, new kind of thing jitters that are exciting and are fun and do go away when you've been with someone for a while. And it can be an ongoing conversation because now being in a relationship and dancing, I feel like I started it with saying, look, you are a guy, I am a girl, we both have feelings and thoughts and needs and wants, and so if you want or need something that I can't give you, I want to leave the door open to where you can tell me and I'm not going to be upset about it. I might, it doesn't mean you don't sometimes don't get your feelings hurt, you know, I mean, stuff happens and someone can tell you something that doesn't make you happy, but it doesn't make it not right that they, that they told you, but I want someone to tell me now so that we can talk about it and that it's that idea of recognizing, okay, monogamy is looked at as this one way, but having a monogamous partnership or whatever, I mean, you can define it in so many other ways and it can have additions and subtractions and different things and there's just so many different types of relationships that it's each individual person you know with their partner they're gonna determine what that means for them and it's not just one direction I don't know maybe I'm like talking in circles but no I'm totally following you before I started working in the club my understanding of people who had more open or different styles of relationships was kind of this predatory um swinger mentality Mm -hmm. which I've met swingers that are very nice, but I've also met swingers that are very predatory. And for me, I kind of associated everything that's outside of like that normal, like uh, nuclear relationship as kind of this predatory swinger mentality where it was a a couple or, or somebody who was in a relationship who was on the prowl looking for someone to like take advantage of. And then when I started getting into that environment into the club and into other organizations that had an array of different types of sex workers in it I started meeting so many people who had so many different types of relationships so many ways that that could look it wasn't monogamous or you know predatory it wasn't even monogamous or open there was so many variations and that was the first time I realized how individualized a Mm -hmm. relationship could look like and that a relationship even a monogamous relationship doesn't even need to look like one thing it can look like so many different things outside of that traditional standard that is often looked at there's so many variations and and between the point of monogamy and non-monogamy it's it's a huge scale it's a huge scale and there's so many tiny steps in between of how far you can pull on either side and that was very valuable for me especially being with a partner who is very monogamous Mm -hmm. finding somewhere that sits in a place where we are both comfortable where it's not totally pulling to one side of the scale or the other but finding somewhere that's you know, uh, closer to monogamy, but still leans into areas where I can find um, that exploration that I'm mm-hmm. looking for. 
and those new experiences without without making him uncomfortable. And of course, I'm going to make him uncomfortable <laughs> sometimes. And I'm he's going to make me frustrated sometimes. That's just part of it. Um, but but that 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 element has been so valuable in my understanding of a relationship and how we're continuously reforming our relationship as the years mm-hmm. go on. Yeah. How would our work be different if we weren't in relationships? And I am in a very happy long-term relationship. But, you know, sometimes it's good to just think like... What if? What if, you know? What if? It's every uh, boyfriend's favorite question. (laughs) Oh, yeah. What if we weren't dating? (laughs) What then? Um, Okay. If I was not in a relationship... Or I guess the next time I'm not in a relationship. <laughs> I think that I would be exploring sugaring more. Um, mm-hmm. I think that I would be dancing in some different clubs. I think I would be exploring a little bit more. I kind of feel like I want to take on dancing at a nude club just once which I know there are people that are listening that probably dance in nude clubs all the time that think oh my god what is your problem for me for some reason no but yeah everybody has that next step you know that that is intimidating and I'm literally gonna one-on-one situation with being naked because I've worked in clubs where like it was nude optional on stage and then you would you could do nude nude dances and I've done that when I worked in Texas and I was okay with that Mm -hmm. and I've never felt unsafe but for some reason like being on display totally naked just legs spread I'm not super like don't get me wrong I am comfortable in my body I don't know if I'm publicly comfortable just like flashing my pussy around and I you and I are so similar I know and I I feel like (laughs) I want to get over that not that I necessarily want to work in yeah. a fully nude club all the time, but I think I want to try it. And that's definitely been something that for the majority of pretty much all the guys that I've dated since I've started dancing, they've been like very, they've been very not okay with that specific thing. And since I mm-hmm. didn't really want to do it very much, I also was, was just, you know, that's fine. Um, that's not really I don't want to do that anyways, but I do think as I've been getting older, I have been thinking, I really should just get over that. I want to experience that. I want to try it. I don't ever have to do it again, but I would be interested to know how that would feel. Um, yeah, challenge yourself. Yeah, totally. and I would really like to do more online stuff, I think, and mm-hmm. I would really... I think it mainly, yeah, sugaring for sure. I really am, that's, I would really be interested in doing that more. I, it's, it's difficult. I'm going on my first trip with my sugar daddy person this year, and it's definitely been a strain. We are best <laughs> friends, and we are very similar. <laughs> we are so similar, but I agree. I have done sugaring work. It has all been platonic. I would, if I was single, I would definitely take it to the next stage. I think that 
similar to how you're saying that you want to try dancing in a nude club, there's certain elements of my sexuality that I would like, or like, not even my sexuality, but it's like my comfort within my body and within like how far I want to explore certain dynamics of myself. Like I get really socially nervous. Mm. I have a lot of anxiety. Every night before I get to the club, I have extreme anxiety and it's always something I'm dealing with. And so every time I do something, anytime I would go on a date, like uh, a sugar date, anytime I'd go to the club, it was always a challenge and which is good and bad because I always felt like I was achieving something mm-hmm. like I was um, pushing through something and climbing to the next step of like this this like self-realization of like my feminine power mm-hmm. I don't know but I would like to explore that element of 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 relationships with others that is more intimate um especially with sugaring where it's like one-on-one which is like you said i feel very very comfortable in like a one-on-one setting and i wouldn't mind exploring that further and funny enough for me i feel like online stuff is more intimidating because yes it's so much more intimidating because when i'm one-on-one with somebody I don't have to look at myself. I just have to like play my mm. part, whatever that part is, you know. I just have to get into the right mindset. But if you're if I'm doing something online, I have to look at myself and judge it and review it and mm. refine it. And that's super intimidating to me. Um, but that's a challenge that I would like to get to. Mm-hmm. If I was single, I'd probably push myself a lot harder to get out into those mm. different like platforms yeah um because i'd just be like alone with in my house with a camera and being like okay no one no one's here to look at you just go for it and just, just do whatever <laughs> i like how your life without uh your partner is you like i'm imagining you in a dark room with a camera and you're just like this is yeah. all i have now yeah maybe i don't know i think i would just i would want to try more Mm -hmm. i would want to i would want to try more and i'd probably just want to try more in terms of my own sexuality not just sex work but i'd probably want to go to like a bdsm dungeon i'd probably want to go to like a group play session i'd probably want to go to all these different environments that i'm really curious in just to kind of see what is comfortable what's uncomfortable what Mm -hmm. I like what I don't like what I want to push further I'm very curious Mm -hmm. and there's maybe a lot that I still haven't explored just because of the situation I'm in which is okay I accept that but that situation didn't exist but that's actually great maybe I can find like a virtual sex room which there has to be thousands Uh, of anyway I'm 100% sure you could Anyone who has an idea of sex rooms for Charlie, send them to us. She needs she needs to know. Well, without further ado, here is my interview with my lovely partner, Connor. Hello. I am here with my lovely 
partner of seven years, say hello. Hi. <laughs> um, and I'm invited him on today to interview him and ask him some questions about what it's like, you know, dating someone who's done some sexy things, dating someone who's interested in sexy things. You, you, you do that. You've done that. Yeah. 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 Ask away. What's, right, what do you want to know? How did you feel when I very first asked you, like, what you thought about me instead of just like cocktailing at the club, actually going and dancing? Like when you first asked. Like the first time. Yeah. I mean, I was surprised. Yeah. Because uh, you didn't, you know, I didn't think that you'd be the type. Because it's definitely not something you ever did. And, you know, like, there's definitely a lot of things with upbringing that I had to come to terms with. It's just far as, like, stereotypes and preconceived notions in my own mind. Mm. And having to, like, also place them on you. And it, it just became, like, this thing of, like, oh, does not compute definition of exotic dancer does not equal this person that I'm with right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, so definitely there was a lot of hesitance. Um but I didn't mind it. Like when I got down to like what I realized about it was there's nothing wrong with it. And I just couldn't, you know, once I really sat down and thought about it, I was like, what every emotion I have tied to like why this is wrong is actually doesn't have any sort of basis in reality. So yeah, I, I got over it. Just yeah. took me a second. And I feel like we had a lot of conversations before I actually ever started there was like a lot of leading up conversations to it. Yeah. I mean, you're you're a very sexual person, so I feel like there's been a lot of talks about what you're wanting to explore out, you know, plenty of plenty of things no that lack. you want to know. Yeah. No so lack no of lack conversations. Of you know, this is all parallel to like a full like But this was the first. This, this was kind of like the first conversation yeah. about exploring, right? This was the door opener. Do you feel it was that for you? Yes, absolutely. Because okay. before this, I never really thought about exploring my sexuality. And this was the first, oh, there is a door. I wonder what's behind it. And then after that, there was so many other doors. Well, I'm glad I could explore with you. <laughs> I love you. From from the comfort of home. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> There was a look in your eye right there that just looked like, oh, God. No. No. <laughs> no. I'm just being cheeky. So when I did start, did I remember you had some anxiety kind of about the fact that my job was something I didn't want to talk about. And there was a lot of people, my family and your family, that I didn't want you to talk to about my job. Was that difficult? for you I mean I think I don't think this was like one of the hard parts for me except for I think at first it was kind of weird to think that I'd have to like avoid it and I think I didn't trust that this was a secret that I could not fuck up <laughs> right. you know you just be around and I'd say the one thing I'd go, oh great what did you expect I have to constantly make make up something that you're driving you know for hours out of the way to go spend your nights and like well what did you do last night you know I just thought it would be kind of difficult and a pain in the ass probably 
but I was probably more out of annoyance. I think with your, I don't know. I got over that. But then, like, I feel like with your dad, that was probably a bit harder. Just because I knew how much it would bother him. And also, there's just, you know, there's just so many conversations about trust. You know, he looks you in the eye, and I'm just having to be like... He's very into that. Yeah, yeah. So I've had my own personal experiences with previous relationships where I was not the trusted male. And it felt like a really hard thing to be okay with because I actually liked you. And it just felt like I was putting a lot at risk if your dad ever found out and knew I knew. I just thought he might not forgive me, and that was a really hard thing to think about. You know, as a boyfriend, there's this also stereotype, I would say stereotype, lack of a better word, um, of a male being like some sort of protector. You know, if I'm going to ask your hand in marriage, I would go to your dad first, and your dad definitely would prefer that because I know your dad. And so like knowing that he's that kind of old school person, it felt like I was taking a huge risk by keeping this from him. And it really, yeah, I, it, it was hard. I didn't, I didn't want to, cause I knew he would, I knew it hurt him. Yeah. 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 No, that makes sense. And I mean, we finally had that conversation like, Like six months ago and it was a difficult one for him to wrap his head around but I'm glad we did it but we need it definitely we needed time to have that conversation oh I understand yeah. I understand uh, I knew there was a logical reason behind it it didn't yeah I I didn't I just had to voice my concerns that's all I feel like I did my part so you know for your father if he ends up listening to this maybe he knows that I tried to get her to tell you <laughs> Are you are you like <coughs> <laughs> sending a message to the to all the fathers out there? <laughs> we do try. <laughs> I, I I just you know I, it's her decision. I just was making sure that she was going to make the right one eventually. <clears throat> Thank you for keeping me on track. No. Hey, you do the same for me. <laughs> the first place I ever danced at was roughly about a hour and a half from where we were living. And so you never really came out and saw me dance. And you're not really the kind of guy who goes to many strip clubs anyway. It's not really your personality. I mean, I've, I've been. I've yeah, had, yeah, but you're not going to be like, I'm going to have a party and go to the strip club. You're like, oh, my friend's having a bachelor party and wants to go to the strip club. I guess I'll go. You're not like... Everyone climb into my car. We're going to the strip club. Yeah, well, not, no, yeah. Yeah, and like. Not recently. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and your general, like, experience at strip clubs has been a little, like. Sexy? No. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, like, your experience at the strip club is, from what you've told me, is more like you're not fully comfortable in that space. Yeah, no, it's weird. I mean, I've gotten lap dances before. Yeah. You know, I've I've done, like, both. I've done the, like, really, like, get a lap dance and, like, somehow have them talk you into doing two and then, like, stand with you at the 
ATM machine, which is, you know, it's... it's oh, she's getting it. Oh, she's getting oh, it. Oh, she's getting yeah, it. Yeah, she is. Um, and then the other times, I always played the opposite, where I just sat and had a conversation and was the typical stupid white, I don't know, savior complex or something, where I'm just like, yeah, are you doing okay? And just like, <laughs> and I know she was just like, whatever. Knowing you now, like, I get it. Shoulder like, touch. I get it now. No, I never give Are you give doing a, okay? I never give a shoulder touch. But I was curious about their situation. Yeah. And you know, they just, they looked really young. It was really weird. It was, you know, so yeah. But I think like, yeah, again, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so then what was your experience with the one time you came to my work? Like, what were you expecting? And what was it like? Um, I don't know. I think I was nervous. I wasn't sure i mean i knew the place you went to wasn't like the nicest club i guess being you know whatever relative terms um it was actually really nice i mean it it was i think you've just heard all these stories of all the people that like the dj and so many interesting people like i I remember thinking that like i was going to see you and i was going to not reconnect who you are to the person that I'm seeing on stage. I guess there's a part of me that felt like I'd be seeing someone else and it would be like scary because I would be like, oh my God, this person has come someone else entirely. I, who am I dating? We all have our past relationships that we're drawing our understanding from, but I've had previous relationships where I've found out things that were like, this person that I'm with is like not anything like that when they're not around me. Mm. And I think I was going to, I thought I would see like an actual like different person, but it wasn't like that. Cause when I saw you, I was like, oh, that's Charlie. Like, I mean, I know them like that. Totally. It was like, absolutely like the same person just, you know, did it in your own way. And it just completely all made sense. So just everything connected. And I was like, oh, okay, this is fun. We had a lot of fun that we night. We did. That was that was really fun. I was like flirted with you like yeah. as a patron like Oh yeah, I couldn't oh, act hello like Hello there, mister. That was fun. I can imagine that being like a role playing scenario as well, except like I got to be like, the true role playing like where the person I was role playing with was actually an exotic dancer. Yes. At the club. And that was fun. Yeah. And, I enjoyed and, it. And then you got to take her home. Oh yeah. That's true. Oh my god. So it was like full fantasy. Bucket list check. <laughs> and then she never left (laughs) when i would come home from the clubs how much separation did you want did you want me to talk about my night did you not want me to talk about my night oh that was i didn't i don't remember being that bothered maybe like at the beginning i was no i I don't know i don't remember that being an issue because for me i always felt like that was an issue I think I just didn't understand who you were talking about, you know? Yeah, because like, I felt like you could share stories from your workplace. When I sat at home and just did, you know, work from home all the time. Whatever. Or worked with people that you actually knew. But I feel like if I wanted to share a story, you always seemed like, I just can't understand this world you're in. I'm like, but I want to tell you this interesting story because my stories were so interesting. I also have a point that... I think that's true. I think maybe maybe there's times where I didn't want to always hear everything that was going on. I wasn't like, so I sat on this guy. He had a boner. I was like, oh my gosh, this person was crazy today. They like 
fell off the stage yeah. and then slapped someone. Like, that's interesting, right? Yeah, no. It's totally, I think it is. It's totally interesting. I think it's like, it's different when I guess I assumed that that's probably what is generally normal at a strip club. A lot of times it's quiet and boring. Yeah. So yeah. like when, when that stuff does happen. When people are like. And there's so many interesting thrown people. Thrown out for being drunk or like doing drugs on the staff. I guess that happens less or equally often at a strip club. Is that like. I don't know. Than at I like just a, feel like I'm living in a TV show. Yeah. I think I think that, that seemed like it. It did seem like you're living in a TV show. And I guess for me it was like yeah. You know, that just seems normal. And, like, not knowing the people, I wasn't as, like, mm. I think you were just always really excited about it. So and what you're saying is in the future I need to draw small characters. Yeah. Yes, actually. And then I can write attributes <laughs> <laughs> attached to them. I'll make D&D character sheets for all the people at my work. Thank you. This is Cinnamon. She's a rogue. Level one. She's so she's, roguish. She's crazy. Yeah, she does whatever yeah. she wants. I think they're she all give a fuck. they're all charlatans in a way. I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Well, actually, there is a there is a class type. You don't have to worry. There is courtesans. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But some people, you know, are more like grounded. Some people are more volatile. Some people are more like the peacekeepers. Some are more like instigators of fights. So I, I mean, I definitely always felt like it was interesting, yeah. and like. Maybe it was difficult because you couldn't connect directly to it and to all the people. Yeah, I always felt like probably you just the... didn't want to hear what I um, what I was wanted to talk about. I mean, I think a little bit of that could have been mixed in. I think like generally, like I was like, who are these people? Um, what does sound like they're crazy? Um, it sounds like a strip club. So this all seems normal why don't you jesus like yeah i guess you're just working at a strip club <laughs> <laughs> and that's what would happen so like yeah. i guess for me i was like that's it all seems very typical yeah and i but, guess like for me though like if you came home and had stories like that i'd always want to hear them i'd be like oh this is so interesting yeah but also i'd be wondering why you're not telling me to like quit my job that sounds insane if i okay you'd if, be making that money honey <laughs> <laughs> Like, if I went to the office, you know, and I was just, like, Terry jumped up and started, like, you know, trying to, like, work on his routine before the meeting. Um, we got to the meeting, and he had just taken too much Molly and was rubbing. You, his... uh, you would want me to ask you to quit? I'd yeah. be like, that's the most entertaining workspace I've ever heard of. It doesn't sound like... I don't know. Conducive no. to an office space, but yeah. it's conducive to a strip club. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's just like being surrounded by characters all it the seem, time. No, it just seems like your company's not going to be staying open for long, and you probably should find a better job. They will stay open. Don't you <laughs> worry. Don't you worry. So then how did your feelings or did you feel like your feelings changed the longer I worked there? Yeah, yeah. And like because we moved and I went back to work in the same industry but in a different state. Yeah, I mean I think like like many things in our relationship I've um, 
strange things have started to gradually normalize over time until I just seem like I've always felt this way. Thanks, babe. Yeah, you know, it's like very, very good brainwashing, brainwashing tactics. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. What I <laughs> thought you were gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> good job, honey. Good golf clap. It's working. I'm changing. Yeah. Well. No, I don't. I'm joking. That's that's fine. I think I think I've gradually expanded. Um, well, as you've said before, I can sometimes describe the most bizarre things and make them sound very normal. Yeah, and if I can't find a logic reason, to, logically sound reason to prove you wrong, then I just am like, well, reasonably that sounds fine, but why am I still like feeling angry about it? And so I then I have to sit and like let it let the preconceived notions dissolve and then like eventually like what I'm left with is like well okay I mean that's that's dwindled down so now I can still see like she's not wrong just different just different yeah yeah and I yeah it's like usually as long as it's not something that I feel like is really harmful to me uh, emotionally then then there's no reason why not like you said there was a lot of kind of fundamental uh, beliefs that kind of had to get rocked a bit. Yeah. I mean, I, also I should mention that I'm like from, you know, I, we met and I had moved from the South. The deep South. And had grown up quite, you know, um, predictably. And even though I was moderately Republican, I was still quite Republican. And so, like, I think Religious. there's Religious? Uh, yeah, Conservative? I was somewhere in between. I was, um, you know, I was split between different faiths. So because of that, I think that gave me a little bit of an understanding, but both of them are still quite, yeah, strict. Um, yeah, so it was just kind of a weird thing to, like, move out from that and keep traveling. And then, you know, I met you kind of, like, after moving out. and You definitely did. And so I've always kind of, I feel like this was just all part of the process. I've always tried to be really open-minded. And I thought I'd made a lot of progress before I met you. So, you know, you're just, you just keep pushing me there. You know, it's just uh, years of growing up in a society that tells you that, you know, we should be with one person and they're going to be the love of our life and they're going to be the shining embodiment of a perfect woman which whatever those notions might be and like you are that but Thanks, you're honey. also a very snotty little smelly person sometimes and I, <laughs> I love it all like thank you yeah yeah and sexy you're a sexy thank smelly you. snotty Booger. goober yeah. yeah 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 honey <laughs> thank you thank you this is just a back and forth sometimes. I think like sometimes you're an alien and I'm a robot. So like that is true. Yeah. I think I think uh, it comes down to like what interests me sometimes is a different angle, and that something that's interesting to you is you know we deal with this. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, all the yeah. time. That that is actually a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. You have a like a very logical, systematic approach, and I have a very different approach yeah <laughs> just like sure whatever <laughs> <laughs> why not why not <laughs> yeah. that's interesting yeah you 
slimy person. <laughs> <laughs> well, you sleek, hard, metal robotic person helped keep me very, you know, grounded in reality. So, thank you. No problem. <laughs> if we broke up, would you ever date another sex worker? I mean... And you can be honest. Yeah, but I don't know if I'd, like, plan that. Like, if you met a lady, and she's like, hey, my name is Stacy, and you were like, oh, I'm getting along with Stacy so well, and she's like, ah, just so you know, I'm a sex worker, stripper, porn star, well, I mean, webcam model. I mean, you're asking me things that, like, I feel like I'd be dealing with, you, you know where I stand on a lot of things. I'm probably comfortable with stripper, yeah. Sorry, exotic dancer, yes. Uh, been there, done Erotic that. Erotic dancer. Erotic dancer, yes, no problem. Um, I wouldn't necessarily seek them out, but I don't care if you are. Um, and it also just depends on the person. Like if, you know, like if it's, I can't imagine myself dating like some of the strange Muppet people you talk about, you know? Um, yes. But yeah, I mean, I imagine there's, there's a lot of really cool dancers out there and yes, I would, I would date them. Um, porn stars, I'd probably have to be worked into it, but it would help to know. And if I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I'd be open to it. I'd never say no at this point. <laughs> no. I mean, I feel like I've already gotten this far from who I was in high school. So who You're knows Who knows way. what happens in the next year? You know what I thought years. you were going to say? What? No. I thought you were going to say no. Would you date Just absolutely no, but I can't ever say absolutely no. no. No, not absolutely no, but I just figure you would say like, oh... I know that it kind of pushes my comfort buttons. I would prefer not to. Well, I don't know if I'd just jump into a relationship right off the bat. I'd probably yeah. just, like, be, like, I feel like after you, it'd just most likely be, like, single for a while and maybe, like, start dating someone, and it'd probably be, like, an open relationship with someone at that point. If it was they were a porn star or something, I'm sure they're not that kind of type. And I think if I started right off the bat that way, you know, I'd feel comfortable being, like, a separate person. Mm, because you're, like, it's, like, me and Connor dated monogamously for, like, two years. Got quite domestic for Very years. domestic yeah. for a couple of years before I even was, like, hey, I was maybe thinking about getting interested in all these alternative sexual things. Yeah, I think knowing from the get-go, I would, like, position, I would just get it, you know, I wouldn't feel like I have to change anything about my understanding of the person. Because we've already like, set up, like, yeah, our I, expectations of the relationship. We'd have to, like, in your mind, break them all down in order to do some, like, fundamental shifting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, like, in my, and just, like, the rules and boundaries as I understand them, I could... I would know innately based on their occupation that I knew from the start that that's something I need to figure out. But that was never, a, that was yeah. not a thing when we started. No. I had my sexual awakening with you. Yeah. 
Oh. It's a good thing and a bad thing. That's great, though. No, I, I imagine... feel honored to be part of that. <laughs> yeah. I, I do. Thank yeah, you. you're welcome. But imagine how different it would be if I had it before we met. Yeah, I'd be like, wow, this chick's crazy cool, and she's, like, so sexually open and understanding. She's, like, came here from a spaceship and landed in my lap. <laughs> <laughs> Off a pole. The beam was actually a stripper pole. Pew, pew. <laughs> That's me beaming down on my pole. Pew, 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 pew. And you body slammed. You mortal. You practically broke my femur when you body slammed my lap. Hell yeah. Because you're cute. <laughs> <laughs> We've discussed a lot of different other avenues of sex work different types of work different things that i was interested in you know how would you feel about me continuing to pursue sex work maybe like as a webcam model or you know like keep exploring different avenues uh i'm fine with that i mean um feeling i'm gonna be you know needing to help out with the production so you know i imagine it's a bit more than that more the question is like do you want to help me what if i (laughs) don't want your help what if i want to do it all by myself i don't believe you're (laughs) not going to ask uh connor if anybody knows which no one would know but connor does a lot of video production (laughs) so i work in post he works in post so yes which is interesting because it would be the first time you've ever been involved in any of my saucy pursuits yeah they've always just been me by myself doing it doing a solo thing probably i couldn't help but like also you'd be asking me all the questions like what should i try this time what you know what do you think the kids are into these days? Like, but what's also fun Should enough? Should I use my hands for my feet? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? And you just go, oh, I don't understand this, this world. I don't understand. Yeah. Balloons might melt from a certain type of lubricant for some purpose. I don't know what you'd use it for, but I imagine that comes up. Is that so true? So many things. Yeah. I need to know these things now. Yeah. Do yeah. you? Yeah. See, that would be fun. That would be fun. I think that would be fun. All right. Well, that concludes my lovely, luscious lip service with my partner. I was trying to come up with an alliteration for partner. Lip service with my... Lamb? (laughs) No, uh, alliteration for partner. Lip service with my probiotic partner. (laughs) (laughs) With my probiotic partner. Thank you all for tuning in. And we are beaming out. I'll see you at home, honey. And we're back. So wasn't that just adorable? He is a cutie pie, if you can't tell. Um, (laughs) We like Connor. We do. You know, I really do love him. So that is good. (laughs) 
But it is interesting listening to our interview after the fact. I just thought it would be better instead of interrupting him constantly being like, actually, or like, blah, 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 blah. Like, just to let him talk. Because this was about his perspective, his memory, his, you know, opinion on it. And I kind of just let him say what he was thinking and I didn't interrupt him. It's interesting now, too, how he reflects on that journey of him accepting me as a dancer and also his journey of accepting those different aspects of my interests of my personality as I grew he it's so he didn't even realize that that stripping was the first thing that changed my outlook on sexuality which I thought was so crazy I was like did you not notice how I I never brought up any alternative like thoughts or feelings about sexuality before stripping and then as soon as I started stripping I was like oh my god there's this whole other world out there and I'm meeting all these people and I'm having all these conversations and he's just like oh well you've always just been that way I'm like oh that is so fascinating to me that he he didn't recognize that and that he he sees himself where he is now which is amazing like he really has evolved so much which has been so fantastic like I have to give him so much props because there's a lot of people that I would have thrown a lot of these concepts at that would have just been like you're crazy or like I have to break up with you because I mean I've I've gone from everything like hey can I start stripping to like hey can we have sex with other people like that's a very (laughs) wide range and that's very difficult if that is not what you're expecting going into a relationship and the longer our relationship would go on, the more his kind of concepts of how our relationship work solidified. So then to go in and break those up and continuously mold it has been very challenging for our relationship. And I have to give him lots of props for that. But at the same time, it's funny because he sees it how it is now. And so he's like, oh, you know, I didn't really see it as an issue when you asked to start dancing. I didn't really think it was a problem, you know, when you wanted to talk about your life you know when you were at the club or you know all these other things or and I I was it's just so mind-boggling because for me I remember every tiny step trying to be like okay how can I pose this new question or this new concept or this new idea and then dealing with his frustration or anger or his concern or his confusion or his distaste and then working through it and just coming to a place where he could t- just discuss it, whether it was something he wanted to discuss, I'm not comfortable with that, and here's why, or maybe in the future, or okay, like, why is that interesting to you? But just kind of getting through each step has been such a process. And maybe it's because I have, you know, in my head kind of been documenting this process because I have had to learn how to approach all these subjects as I am exploring or as I become interested in something new but he only sees the end result which there has been a lot of work to get where we are you know yeah but I think that you're lucky and I think it comes through in the interview that Connor tries to think outside of himself which I do think is a very unique quality Because he will say, my initial reaction is absolutely 
no. Mm-hmm. You know, but then he's he's thinking, okay, well, why would I, you know what I mean? Like, why, why mm-hmm. would I think this way? What about my genetics, my upbringing, this, that, whatever is going to make me think this way? Is mm-hmm. this right? Is this wrong? That type of thing. I don't think a lot of men think that way. So, yeah, I think he kind of took things in stride. But I do think in the interview... Connor was conveniently not remembering maybe sometimes when he was like, absolutely not. We're not talking about that anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Then the last thing that I was going to bring up is, and I know you have something to say about this, is when I asked him if he would ever date a sex worker again, like after me. And he was so open about it. And the funniest part is when he said <laughs> that he was like, yeah, I could date a stripper, like a webcam model, and I could probably date like a porn star, or, like a full service sex worker. You know, we just could be like in an open polyamorous relationship. And part of me thinks that that is like so awesome and I'm so proud of him for, for growing that mar- much. And part of me just wants to like shake shake him shake him and be like what the fuck (laughs) because those are so many things that we have struggled with in our own relationship and he's just like sure no problem I just thought it was a funny response because I don't know if that's true but I think it's great that he thinks it's true you're always the optimist always the optimist (laughs) I also thought that was very funny because I think that Connor's like, yeah, I totally would consider that. And I just don't agree. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm not him. So like you said, I can't, I'm not trying to speak for him and I adore him. So I don't know. It just seems like the robot, he thinks in ones and zeros. He does. So he does. maybe and sometimes he you he stores like information in the back of his head and mm-hmm. I think he's forgotten about it and what he's actually doing is just converting it into numbers and then like processing it and then mm-hmm. like 6 months later he'll just respond to like a question and I won't have any idea what he's talking about and he's like that's okay we can try and I'm like try what he's like oh remember this thing you said and I was like oh I gave up on that i thought you <laughs> said no and he's like i was processing like oh okay just a little time <laughs> just like a little printer in the back of his brain yeah he is he is but yeah so so maybe but yeah and maybe. maybe it would be easier for him if it if like the format or the algorithm was set up was different in a certain yeah. way i don't know yeah and but doesn't that make you kind of angry Yes. <laughs> because you didn't, I mean, you didn't know, you didn't know that this is necessarily what you wanted. I mean, yeah, it was seven years ago. So you were 21. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. That's a lot of growth. So it is. And we've been talking about expanding our relationship probably about three years in. We started talking about it maybe two years in started talking about it so it's really interesting that those first two years laid the groundwork 
that has not has been impenetrable in mm-hmm. I can't say the right impenetrable mm-hmm. for him because I started talking about uh, looking at open non-monogamous uh open more sexual uh within sex work within personal stuff pretty soon afterwards but those two years so it's interesting so for the last five years I've been trying to undo the groundwork that I laid in the first two yeah (laughs) and so then when he's just like oh yeah that would be fine like okay honey you know what this is just gonna be one of those things I let go and I just give (sighs) you a little kiss on the head and I say I love you you infuriate me sometimes but I love you and that's okay we're making it work this is why you're an angel and you're in a seven-year relationship because I would have freaked out and been so mad about <laughs> it and would have just held on to it for years until it poisoned me from the inside. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is... Uh, <laughs> but yep. I think ultimately for me, what it was, was I value my relationship so much and I value what I have with my partner so much that I have to weigh what am I willing to mm-hmm. give up or compromise in order to be in that relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's taken me a long time to express everything that I felt like I couldn't let go of for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like there was all these things that I needed and I wanted that were outside my relationship that I couldn't have. Mm-hmm. And I was did hold resentment for a while about that. And then it kind of got to this place where I was thinking either I ruined this thing that I really am so thankful for. That's a wonderful relationship that can turn into, you know, many, many, many more years. Or I can just breathe through it, let this thing go, find other ways of, you know, more creative outlets Mm-hmm. to accomplish those same needs in my life and while also giving my partner that that security that he needs mm-hmm. so that's why you know I am the way I am <laughs> that's why that's why I'm not out there just sleeping with everyone and making money <laughs> I don't know if that's the ultimate. She, <laughs> says, she says a little sadly. No, but that's why I've stuck to stripping and hopefully can get up enough courage to, you know, get online and and try those avenues. Yes, so. come get online. Let's do it. Hey, so thank you, everybody, for listening to this fantastic segment on partners. I know that every person out there has a super unique and different dynamic Mm -hmm. with their partner, especially anybody who's in the sex industry, anybody in any any category of sex work has a unique relationship with how they deal with the subjects of love and sensuality and work. But this is just a little insight mine and if you have any questions you'd like to ask my robotic partner you can always send them to us at our email at babesofvalhalla at gmail.com 
In the meantime, to ease your aching loins, you can always find us on Instagram at Babes of Valhalla. Uh, you can also email us at info at babesofalhalla.com if you have any anecdotes or stories to share with us. Until next time, stay nasty. Babes of Valhalla is written and produced by the Babes of Valhalla, otherwise known as your illustrious lieges, Darby and Charlie. Music provided by the musical genius, Gemini Genesis. Probiotic. (laughs) What's a different one? Um, Okay, outtakes for for partners. Um, (laughs) We have um, uh, uh, plebeian partners. Wait, what did I say something about... Lip luscious luscious lip, lip service. service with my lovely lover <laughs> lovely lover lip service with my non-platonic partner non-platonic partner <laughs> your alliteration is accurate <laughs> <laughs> Lip service with my lubricated lover. Yeah, see? Thank you. Thanks to you. You're welcome. (laughs)